Hey, 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 hi, Impactors. It's Cindricola Jane here. We're creating impact and income every day is what we do for every soul that comes through. Hey, so today I want to share with you all seven ways I paid $10,000 in medical bills in 75 days. I know you're excited about this seven quick ways I'm sharing with you guys how I did it. As you know, I'm still going through my healing process. I'm now in the physical therapy phase. Yay! So I'm actually back working in corporate America full speed. And I'm still doing my now taking more coaching calls. And so I'm super, super excited. Just this week, something amazing happened. And I want to share that with you in addition to telling you guys how to pay off $10,000 literally in 75 days like I can't make this stuff up it happened and it requires sacrifice and it requires diligence and if you're not a disciplined intentional per, um, person then this may not be for you but this is how I was able to get this done while not working okay not not working okay and so I'm gonna share with you that tips and also I want to share with you that this week I'm celebrating a milestone because I literally have paid as of this past Wednesday $60,000 in student loan debt for a degree I never got that's right people I paid stupid tax I'm still paying stupid tax I have about 49 more thousand dollars in student loans to go so for all of my family and friends and those who just may see me out the reason why I constantly decline invitations to go out to eat and kick it the way I used to is simply because I have a golden mind I looked up one day and I was unable to take care of myself you know, I was unable to fend, feed myself, and literally, I woke up at the age of 40 realizing that I earned too much money in a year to not be able to do with my cash what I want to do with it. And what that simply means is I am so angry and mad I hate to use the angry word because there's this thing called the angry black woman but I'm truly truly angry that for the amount of money that we bring into our households and our communities we constantly are writing checks and pushing it out the door through monthly payments whether it is a student loan or if you have a mortgage or car loan or even medical bills or credit cards we're pushing that money out the door so literally I woke up I had a I'm woke moment and I decided, you know what, I'm not going to live like this anymore. And also, for many of you who are parents like me, I have a 13-year-old who's actually going to be going to college in five years. And so I refuse to be like my mom and have student loans while my child is in school. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be... 50 or 60 with a student loan. I refuse to do it. And if that's you, don't take it personal. It's nothing against you. These are just directions and approaches in my life that I've decided to change. And of course, reading various books on the topic and understanding that if you truly want to change your generation, like if you really love your kids, if you really want to be an impactor, that's what all of these teachings and lessons are about here on creating impact and income you've got to do some different stuff I mean you literally have to do things that you're that are different that are unique 
that most people may not be accustomed to. And so for me, I want to be able to truly, truly spend more time in the ministries that I love and purpose. And I want to be able to give and bless another single mom because I can, okay? And so I just wanted to share that. I'm celebrating that this week. 60K paid off. How awesome would it be if that $60,000 was literally in my daughter's college fund right now? So we can get a little bit of parent guilt when we think about our own stupid, dumb mistakes. And honestly, it robs the next generation. And so I think about that. It's like, man, that also makes me angry. I could literally have $60,000 in either her college fund or in my emergency fund, or that could literally be on that could literally be on my house right now. Okay? And that $60,000 once again is going out the door to Fannie Mae, or rather in my case, Pennsylvania higher institution people. So let's get to the seven ways to pay off how I paid off $10,000 in 75 days. Okay, number one, open your mail. I had to open my mail. Now, I'm sure you all are not like me, but I literally have stacks of mail, or at least I had, sitting on my counter. When I get mail, I just, you know, put it in a basket. Okay, I, I kind of go through it to separate checks from bills and checks from bills from junk mail. And I put it in a basket in my kitchen and I leave it there okay for a very long time so in order for me to look at my situation to know what's going on I I had to open the mail so that's the first thing open your mail get your bills out and write them down on a piece of paper I'm old school okay so old school that I use an Excel spreadsheet to calculate and monitor every expense and dime that comes through my personal household, okay, and also with my business expenses as well. So when I opened up the mail, I wrote down every bill from smallest to largest, okay? That's the first step. The second step, I threw any extra income that came my way toward my medical bills, okay? And so that includes bonuses. This is bonus time, okay, for most people, those of you who run your own businesses or you work in corporate America, it's bonus time. Let me tell you something. It hurt me. It truly, truly hurt me to have to completely forego my bonus to pay off medical debt. But I'm going somewhere with this. I understand that in order for me to completely be debt-free by my deadline, which is going to be five years, 100% debt-free, and then two years debt free from everything except for my mortgage okay so use any bonuses that you have this also includes tax refunds okay it also includes any part-time work if you have any side income things of that nature and your business profits so yes should you reinvest your business profits back into your business yes you don't have to reinvest it all okay so if you follow the profit first um method then you understand in profit first that we literally take our profit on the first day of the quarter so every quarter we're going to take our profit 
and we have a certain way that we're actually uh, looking at our operational expenses, our salary, okay, we have a salary as well. And so from those particular items, your salary, you can also pay your medical bills down as well. So any extra income, I got a refund from a purchase that I made. And so even though it was nominal, it wasn't even $100, but I went online and I paid the bill, okay? I paid on it. Some of the bills I had to pay on them and I could not actually pay them completely in one, you know, one setting. So I have been paying on them since the month of, I want to say May or June, okay? So that's my third tip as well. Pay online. If you work like me, I truly, truly work hard like every day for the most part. And so if I'm working while businesses are open, then this is the thing. I don't, I'm not calling people to pay bills. Like I don't do that. That's not my world. Typically, I am paying bills on the weekend, okay? I am paying bills when after I've slept for until noon on a Saturday or until 10 or 11 or however I choose to do. Then I'm going to get up. I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going to have my time with the Lord. I'm going to meditate, you guys. Okay, have some tea. I may even have to call my family members to see what they're doing. And once I am chill and I'm, I'm ready to get my mind in the mode of finances, that's when I'm going to pick up my laptop, my trusted friend, and I may sit on the patio or go to Starbucks or something like that, and I'm going to pay my bills. That's how I pay them, online. And that's because that's what works for me. So if you're a person, maybe you forget to pay your bills often. It's not that you don't have the money. You just may not have a system. Do what works for you and your schedule, okay? Do what works for you. And if you have to pay them, let's say that your particular creditor or if it's a hospital bill, they don't have an online setup, then get the number and maybe call them a lunchtime or something like that. Leave them a voicemail and say, hey, tried to call you guys to pay my bill. Okay, you weren't available. I'm going to call back at this time. Or this is my number. You can call me back on this day at this time. So that way you're not inconvenienced, okay? And you're kind of setting the guidelines and the tone. So you're owning responsibility for ensuring that this thing is done. So that's number two, your extra income. Number three, this is gold. This is money right here. Okay, for a girl who love her luxuries, let me just say that. I love my luxuries, honey, okay? Number three, cut all unnecessary cost. Now, I actually had a mentor who advised me. Now, of course, it's common sense that if you're paying for something but you're not getting value out of it, then this is the thing. You want to cut that off. But I was still, that didn't register with me until a mentor said to me, Sendrika, if you are paying for these business tools for your business, however, they're not bringing profit into your business, you need to stop paying for those tools. You need to let that go. And so I went through my business and I actually looked at the tools that were not generating income for me. And guess what? I found an extra $150, all right, monthly. So with that extra 150, when I called those services, emailed those services, whichever method I had to do to let them know I no longer wanted them, then I was able to then apply that extra 150 to my medical bills. And I'll tell you guys, I literally had about, let's say, 
six or seven different um, medical facilities that I had to pay as a result of my particular surgery. And so cutting any unnecessary costs, that was one. Number two, undercut unnecessary cost, I decreased my internet bill. I literally looked through my bills. I was looking at my internet bill one day and I was thinking to myself, $90 is super, super high for internet services. And I've been paying this for years, okay, years. So this is how they got me. I originally, when I had internet like seven or eight, nine years ago, it was maybe $18 a month, $19 a month, something very reasonable. And I was like, cool. Well, remember when you have these awesome deals, you don't really read the fine print. And the fine print says only for a particular amount of time. So either one year, 18 months, or two years. And so after that 18 month or two year introductory period, then it skyrockets. And if you don't watch it, then you'll end up like me paying $90 a month for internet. And I just begin to say to myself, you know what? Internet is freaking free. Like you can go to McDonald's for internet. You can go to Barnes and Noble for internet. I'm about to disconnect internet 100%. Literally called Comcast to disconnect internet services, which is very strange since I run an online business that requires internet, okay? And I'm a project program manager who works remotely um, sometimes. So I, I just figured in my mind, I'll just go to McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever and handle any work that I need. However, when I called Comcast, they negotiated with me. And so I ended up getting that bill, keeping the internet service at home and decreasing it to $42. Okay. Next, I decreased my Starbucks cost from going four times a week to actually going twice a month. And so I told myself that once I got my salary check um, twice a month, then that's when I would treat myself just on that Friday or that Saturday, my daughter and I, to a Starbucks, okay? So that would kind of be our reward for not coming to Starbucks the previous four days of the week of every week, okay? And so that's our little reward. And so, of course, that saves me tons of money um, because a latte is at least $4. And if you do the math on $4 lattes, Four days a week, that's $16 times four weeks. You know, that's like, what, $64 if my math is right. And then, of course, you know, I got to get a croissant. So then you just add that on, on top of it. And it, I'm paying at least $100 plus a month at Starbucks. Also, I decreased my restaurant bill to zero. That means that I ate at home. I literally bought the groceries and ate the groceries in my refrigerator. So in my lifestyle, and some of you can relate to this, Sometimes the food rots in the refrigerator because you're not cooking it fast enough. And so that's what happened to me. Literally, we were going out to eat. We were on the go. And so I didn't have time to cook. So I, we would just eat at a restaurant or to just treat ourselves. That's what we would do. And so when you looked at those restaurant bills and I evaluated from my bank statement, online banking, because that's, that's my world, I'm online chick. So when I looked at my billing statement and I saw how much I was spending for just a meal for two people, I was well in excess of like $60, $50 more, especially because I'm a great tipper, okay? I'm going to make sure I tip because I used to be a server uh, way back in the day. And so I do believe in tipping those as well who serve us very well. The next thing on cutting your unnecessary costs, I stopped threading my eyebrows. Okay, ladies, you can breathe now. Yes. 
your girl stopped going to the mall to get her eyebrows threaded something i absolutely love because she's freaking amazing my eyebrow lady with my eyebrows and so i went back to old school and i began arching my brows again okay so i'm not around here looking like wolf man that i'm not looking like teen wolf okay no i am literally arching my own eyebrows and i've always done so my whole life however because i'm a luxury girl I do partake in the luxuries. So saving that extra money as well helped me to be able to shift all of these unnecessary costs, um, unneeded costs, okay? They're not needs, they're truly wants. And I was able to, again, accelerate my payoff of my medical bills. The fourth way I was able to pay off $10,000 in 75 days, I stopped paying for lunch. If you're in corporate America, there's this pressure. It's, I mean, it's part of the culture, quite honestly, to go out to lunch with colleagues, um, with leadership. It's part of your, also your politicking, okay? If you're looking to promote or you want to discuss project information in a very informal environment, maybe you need some one-on-one -on -one or maybe a team building activity, but you still have to pay for your own food. So that can become very, very costly. So as an alternative, I would just say with no shame, hey, I'd love to have lunch with you. Let's do a brown bag lunch thing. I'm paying off my student loans okay so unless there was an invitation for them to sponsor the lunch I was not paying for lunch and so that also saved me a lot of money the fifth way I was walking versus driving so remember I've just returned okay to corporate America and so for about two months a little over two months possibly I have not been driving. I've literally been walking to the Starbucks. This is also part of my therapy program. I've been walking in the neighborhood, and so I've been staying at home. And so I've saved a lot of gas cost, which is very, very expensive. Uh, I drive an SUV, so it requires more gas than like a small economical car. And so that's another opportunity where I did save a lot of money as well because my gas budget was basically zero or very very little and so for me in my cost my gas budget is two hundred dollars or 150 150 to two hundred dollars every two weeks so essentially I saved four hundred dollars a month okay so two months not working that's eight hundred dollars so those eight hundred dollars were applied to my medical bills now I'm just sharing with you my situation so you would have to look at of course your budget your spending plans to assess what it is how you can have opportunities to decrease costs and so forth for me it's lattes for you it may be something else okay it could possibly be m massages or getting your nails done multiple times you know um, various paints and nail polish out at, at Sally's okay in other places where you can do it yourself not for forever in a day for those of you who may be gasping right now like <gasps> did she say do my own nails did she say that <laughs> and the sixth way that you can actually um, pay off ten thousand dollars in 75 days that I incorporated was I actually used my HSA my health savings account and also flex account funds so a health savings account is 
typically a high deductible health savings plan where they take money out of your check every pay period and they're putting it away in an HSA. So I had funds that had been accumulating in that fund and so I used those, okay, to help pay for my bills, to pay off those balances. Also in my flex account, for those of you who are parents, if you have opportunity to invest in an HSA as well as a flex savings account or FSA, you may have heard it uh, said that way. Or if you're a teacher, I think they're called contribution or cafeteria plans, okay, if that's still a term that's utilized. You want to make sure you're using those because they are huge tax savers, okay? Basically, they are hiding money, they're pre-tax funds. So let's just say if you were bringing in $10,000 and you put in $500 a month in your FSA plan for dependent care costs. This is summer camp for your kids. It could be after school payments, okay, things of that nature. Then the government will only tax you on $9,500 and not the $500 that's in the FSA. So as I've paid for math camp and things of that nature, I would submit my payment receipts to my FSA account and they would give me my money back. And so for those extra funds as well, I use that to pay off my medical bills. The seventh final way that I use to pay off all my medical debt within 75 days, you guys, here it is, being intentional and being diligent, refusing, okay, refusing to carry these bills past the month of July. So anytime you're accomplishing any type of goal, whatever it is, you've got to be intentional. That means removing the distractions. You guys can listen to that podcast that I did before on removing distractions from your life, unsubscribing from anything that's taking you off your path. Yes, my sisters talked about having a sister's trip. Did I want to go? Yes. Did I go? No. Yes, there are conferences that I wanted to attend, uh, places I wanted to travel, things I wanted to do, but I had to tell myself, no, I am not going to do it. I, I, I cannot do it. It's more important to me to get out of debt. It's more important to me for my daughter to be able to enjoy middle school and high school without me having stress, okay? Because I'm trying to pay Sally Mae. So those are my seven top ways to getting out all of your $10,000 medical bills in 75 days. That is what I did. It hurt. It was not easy. I hope it doesn't sound like it's easy. It's doable, but you've got to sacrifice. I love when I heard someone say children do what feels good, but adults devise a plan and follow it. Let me say that again. It's so powerful. Children do what feels good but adults devise a plan and they follow it so i pray that this has blessed your life people of god continue to go out and create impact because truly being impactful in your life will impact others and it will lead to increased income this is cindrica james blessings